This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Nikola Mirchik. He's the CEO of a company uh, called SiteCake. It's a simple CMS for static websites. He's an entrepreneur coming from the design and advertising background. And with this company, it's obviously a WordPress for static websites. He's also a blockchain enthusiast. Nikola, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. That's, that's the representation. Thank you for calling me. Of course. Blockchain enthusiast. The thing's going up and down and all over the place right now. Are you, are you, are you buying all the way down to zero? Why, why are you an enthusiast? Well, I'm enthusiast because uh, not only because of the price changes and trading opportunities, but because that's a new economy. You know, I see blockchain as a new economy uh, where all networks become marketplaces. So uh, I believe that it, it will be, you know, much more efficient and faster economy than the one that we have today. Is Sidekick built with any kind of uh, 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 blockchain technology or no? No, no, no. Okay. Sidekick is, is uh, you know, the regular CMS, but uh, we have plans to, you know, uh, transfer it and use the possibilities of blockchain. All right. So tell us about Sidekick. What's the company do and how do you make money? What's the revenue model? Well, Sidekick uh, at this moment is software. It's like WordPress, you know. So we just basically sell software. People people install it on their websites and they, you know, edit their websites with Sidekick. So the software as a service? No, no, it's a software, but it will it it uh, will become software as a service. So okay, like WordPress, you have you have two you have two WordPresses, one that you download and one that you can use on WordPress.com. And which one are you like? Like one that you can download. Okay, got it, got it. So how are you making money now? It's a one-time kind of fee to purchase? Uh, yes, we have white-label version, you know, for, di- for digital agencies, and we have regular version for, you know, just people who want to install. Okay, and which one is a larger revenue stream for you, the white-label version or direct-to-consumer? White-label, white-label, because, you know, uh, now uh, websites are sold to the, to, the, to the community, to the vertical, to the people that you know. For example, you know, if, if you are, uh, you know, uh, vertical like lawyers or medical doctors, then you have already people that, that uh, you're providing some services to them, you know. And a website is just an additional service. So verticals like that, uh, they usually want to pro- provide a, a website uh, to, you know, parts of their uh, community. And, you know, that's extra revenue for them. So we sell white label to them. And then, you know, they rebrand it and then uh, create websites, easy to edit websites for their, uh, you know, for their communities. And what do the structures of these deals typically look like? Is it a rev share versus what they sell through? Or is it a one-time upfront payment for them for unlimited use? How do you structure the deals? Well, we sell license, yearly license, you know, for, for, for this white label. Got it. And what's it cost for a year? Like what do customers pay on average for a year? 
it depends on the number of of uh, uh, of, of users, number of websites they create. You know. Okay. So, so uh, uh, what's like a what's a normalized cost per like per site? Well, we negotiate that, but you know. Uh, I, I like are we talking uh, like a dollar or a hundred bucks or a grand or something between uh, you know uh dollar and ten dollars depending okay. I, I cannot disclose you know so but between uh, between a dollar and ten dollars that's a fair enough yes. range okay and walk me through more of the backstory here when did you launch the company well you know we used to be a web design company and we saw you know that, that there is always the same problem you know we create a website to for a client put cms on it and they forget how to use it after one month you know so we, you know, really want to create something that is simpler, but has only the basic functionality. Because in 90% of cases, people use only the basics, you know, image, video, and text, you know. So they don't need old bells and whistles of WordPress or, or, or you know, the more advanced uh, CMSs. Mm-hmm. This is the one thing. The second thing is that CMSs are usually, in the beginning, made for engineers, not end users. Yep. You know? so, so, so they are complex, you know. So, and still, this is the case. Yep. So you you launched this out of an agency. Give me more of the backstory. When did you launch the the agency, and then when did you launch the software? Well, we have. Um, I'm running a website agency for like ten years now, and then you know, like a few years ago, we we created the Sidekick. First, it was an open source, you know, but then we figured out we cannot maintain it as open source because open source model. Um, there is no revenue in open source model, you know, or, or the revenue models with open source are really, really poor uh, compared to some other, you know, business models. And uh, then we started selling licenses and the software. Mm-hmm. But now these things are changing. So what, now, hold on, what year was that though? Uh, like uh, four years ago. Okay, so t- like 2013-ish. Yes. Okay. And, and then, sorry, but continue. That, what, um, now the new business model appeared, which is the blockchain, you know, and blockchain can finance open source things mm-hmm. with, uh, with tokens, you know. So this is a, this is a really, really big change. And then uh, with these tools, now we can finance the infrastructure. So are so, you looking at an ICO or a token issuance or something? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> and and, and w- so are you, I want to understand more kind of economically how this works. So. Are you in full control of the company to date or have you raised capital? Uh, no, no. So, so far, you know, we, uh, we are bootstrapped. Okay. Bootstrapped. We have, yes, yes. And uh, who's, and who's uh, we? Do you have a co-founder? Yes. Nikola Ivancic, he's the co-founder, CTO. And, uh, uh, and Frederick, like, he's also, you know, so we are like the core three of us. There are two developers. And, and what's the total team size look like? Uh, total team size is small as six people. Six know, people. Okay. Oh, where are you guys all based? We're in Serbia. All, all. Everybody. Okay. So why, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of hype around blockchain right now, but how do you guys have a rational conversation about is an ICO the proper way to raise capital and the proper way to build a, a company in this space? Well, that's something that's changing from month to month, you know, because this this space is so new, you know, and people are learning, you know, mistakes of of other uh, start startups that are doing. Infrastructure, you know, is uh, is uh, building, and uh, uh, you know now even these days, you know, exchanges are offering capital for ICOs. So so you know you don't know if, who is the, who who is the best partner at this thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a VC, maybe it's the exchange because they'll you know push you. 
uh, immediately uh, on, on a on a well-established exchange, so we'll be able to sell more tokens. You know. Yep. So so these these things are really really uh, changing quickly. Uh, also, you know, there are drawbacks. Like banks are not. If you want to go with a bank, like uh, for example, Silicon Valley Bank, you know, you need to, to go through six months of compliance uh, in order to do an ICO. So so you know there are still. Uh, uh, it's, it's very hard to do this. Many of you know, I am buying companies that I really, really like, and there's no quicker way for me to get to the bottom of what is happening on that website than using this tool called nathanlaka.com forward slash hot jar, H-O-T-J-A-R. It basically will give me a recording Okay, when anybody lands on the website, I'll give me a recording of where the viewer is scrolling and obviously does the basic stuff like heat maps too. But I learn so much about where the users are scrolling and clicking on my site using that tool. It helps me increase conversion rates, make more money and grow those businesses faster. And we'll have to see what happens with those businesses, but I'm buying them. I'm buying them very quick and I'm using nathanlaka.com forward slash hot jar for all of my website analytics. You can too. I work with them. It's totally free. You can go to nathanlatka.com forward slash hotjar. No credit card required. Again, use it as much as you want. nathanlatka.com forward slash hotjar. I'll see you there. How do you price an ICO? How do, how, how do you? How will you price an ICO? How do you, I mean, how do you actually logistically do it? Uh, but usually the ICOs are done on, on Ethereum blockchain. So that that's the... Uh, let's let's say safest rule because it's made uh, for for easy creation. Ethereum blockchain is made for easy creation of new tokens, you know. And uh, so you do the you announce the ICO, create uh, Ethereum tokens, then sell those tokens or just percentage of these tokens. Let's say fifty percent, you know. And uh, you uh, in that way you acquire capital to build the product, you know. So and, how much, but like, what do you, I mean, how much do you, would you like to raise if you do ICO? Uh, you know, for, for what we have in mind, you know, uh, a couple of million will be enough. Yep. And, you know, these days uh, we, we actually don't want to, to raise, you know, too much money because that's, that's a problem, you know, in mm-hmm. the start. So we want to go, you know, organically. And generally speaking today, kind of pre-ICO and you're four years in, how many customers have you scaled to? Uh, we have like 8,000 customers. Okay. And are those white-label partners or those are individual paying customers? It's a, a both, but, you know, white-label uh, partners, uh, we have uh, much, much less. So so it's, it's a kind of a less than 100. Okay. So, I mean, can I take... Can I take basically eight thousand, and then you said earlier each site they pay between a dollar and ten dollars? Can I just multiply those and assume you're doing somewhere between eight grand a month and eighty grand a month? Something like that. Okay, got it. Interesting. Um, when you do the white label partnerships, obviously there's a fee per site. Uh, do you? That's a flat fee, I imagine. Do you also take additional an additional cut if they upsell their their you know, those customers that are using the CMS, the white label version, if they sell them additional products or no? Uh, well, we have a flat monthly fee or yearly fee, and then we have also per website. So these are two combination of these two fees. I see. But all your revenue streams together, you're, you're you know, you're somewhere between eight and 80 grand a month currently. Yes. yes okay. That's what about churn? What's your churn look like? 
uh, I mean, it's hard to say because, well, we are selling software, you know. So, you know, uh, it, since we are not software as a service, no. Well, we, you said it's an annual fee though, right? Yes, yes. I yeah. mean, you, uh -huh, you're talking about white label. Well, anyone, anyone paying the annual fee once. You, I imagine you have, you know, you might have only 90% of them renew at the second year, so your churn will be 10%. Uh, it's a little bit more than that. Okay. Uh, so, so, so like fifteen percent, something like that. Okay. I mean, so that's pretty healthy. And then, what are you? You know, is most of your model you said is via white label? What does it cost you to land one of these new white label partners? I just support. You know, so because you know, uh, it uh, they install everything with their infrastructure. So. But we are now, uh, we want to do software as a service also. So we are building that we call it Psyche Cloud. So, so that we'll be able, you know, to offer uh, not only to big uh, companies who, who own uh, uh, verticals, uh, uh, but also to small, uh, how to say, you know, the regular guy on the corner, you know, who has some sales abilities and he knows you know, the people from his street and, they, and because he's a computer guy, you know, usually they go to him and say, hey, can you make me a website? It's not, you know, that they will go, you know, online and search because, uh, because simple, they, maybe they don't know English, you know, so they, they can't go to Wix, Squarespace or, or you know, this, uh, this kind of, this kind of services. So they, they go to, to a local guy and we will provide a, a service to these local guys. Got it. So. And then they will, they will do, uh, we'll do, provide the, the, the technical capabilities, CMS and templates, and they'll do the selling and support. In this way, you know, this is a B2B2C model. And then, you know, uh, they can, for the customers, they can do support in, the, in their, their own language. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody knows English. And also set their own pricing. Because, you know, the $14, $14 per website is maybe okay for U.S., but not for Brazil, not, from Ser not for Serbia. You said a minimum, so, though, that your white label partners have to charge, right? So they don't undercut your own pricing? Uh, uh, for, for this version, which is Psyche Cloud, you know, we will charge only uh, annual revenue for them. So it's up to them how good they are in selling, you know, what, what yeah, they Yeah, Nicola, my point is, though, you also sell direct to consumers. How do you prevent your white label partners from offering it at a price that's cheaper than what you offer it directly? Uh -huh, yeah, I understand. So, so we are basically not selling, you know, at this moment, the, uh, the sidekick is just engine of the car. So end users cannot use it, you know. So it's only for designers, web agencies. It's only white label. Cars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Okay, let's wrap up uh, here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, uh, my favorite business book is, uh, uh, right now is a spider and a star and, uh, and maybe, you know, well, that, that's the one you spider know, and the star. Very good. Yeah. Number two, Nicola, yeah. is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Elon Musk is definitely, you know, the number one. So number, far. number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Uh, Google Documents. All right, number four. I can share you know, things with, with everybody else. Number four, uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many? Hours sleep? of sleep do you get every night? Uh, from five to six. Okay, that's not bad. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? I have two kids, so I have to be, you know, 
sleep. I, I need to sleep uh, during the night because they are very, you know, they have much more energy than I have. So, so married, two, with them. married and two kids. And how old are you? Yes, uh, I'm uh, 42. 42. Okay, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, well, maybe I would like to be, you know, born uh, in some other part of the world, you know, because, you know, talent, talent is uh, everywhere, you know, around the world, you know, but opportunities are not. Mm-hmm. So opportunities are concentrated, you know, in uh, like capital, you know, like knowledge in, in big centers. So that, that's, that's the difference, you know. There you guys have it from Nicola. He wishes he was born in another part of the world or maybe there was a little bit more opportunity. Makes perfect sense. Nicola obviously launched the company Sidekick in 2013. They have about 8,000 customers that pay between $1 and $10 per month for their CMS for their sites or at least the designer pays for their end clients and that's how it works. 1.2% monthly churn uh, or about, that comes out annually to about 15-ish percent. Uh, looking right now at an ICO, they're totally bootstrapped. So we'll see what happens. Nicola, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much again for calling me.